You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Our thanks to the fine folks at the MLB Network for the highlights, and we are delighted to welcome in the man himself. Jim Callis knows more about the MLB draft than you will ever, ever have a chance to learn, and he uh, covers that and the prospects for MLB Pipeline at MLB.com. And, uh, Jim, it's always an honor and a joy, and we welcome you in the Home Run-In hotline. Try your pizza on the grill this summer. Visit HomeRunIn.com for unique grilling recipes and more. Hey, Jim. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. Well, we're wondering how our teams are doing. You know, we've decided that there's a rebuild going on with uh, the Cubs, apparently, and uh, we know they need pitching, and we know they got a left-handed pitcher, and then they came, they doubled back and get a uh, a high school shortstop, but unfortunately we we don't know how good these guys are or how well they did and uh and certainly the white Sox taking a couple of high school shortstops one probably a third baseman what uh how did they do in the first couple picks were you surprised by anything that happened with our local teams no i mean with the cubs i think the nice thing was i thought jordan wicks was probably going to go a few picks before 21 so i thought that was a really nice get you know especially for a a franchise that has really struggled to develop pitching. They, they got the best left-hander in this draft, in my mind. You know, he, he's got the best changeup in the draft, too. I mean, it's a real weapon. Um, low 90s guy who's breaking ball improved this year. I think that was a really, really good pick, like, like a nice value there. He, he should have probably gone about five picks before them. So I think for a, you know, like I said, an organization needs pitching. That was, that was a nice get. You know, James Triantos, the guy they got in the second round, the shortstop, he actually, uh, I'm, I'm several years removed from high school, but he, he's from my arch rival high school growing up, uh, James Madison there in Vienna. I went to Oakton. He, he's a really good hitter, and he's a guy who had a lot of, of what they call late helium. He was really rising late, um, you know, one of the better high school hitters in the draft. Maybe moves off shortstop, but a really intriguing bat. The one that, that interests me some, too, well, their top four picks are where they're going to put most of their money because they, they went pretty much seniors after that. But Drew Gray, who's an Illinois kid who played at the IMG Academy in Florida, is interesting. I thought he was more of a left-handed pitcher. And, you know, on our draft tracker, we have him listed as an outfielder, so I don't remember offhand. <laughs> Yesterday was a blur if they drafted him as an outfielder. Um, so I thought he was more of a lefty. And he had kind of an up-and-down year, but that could be a good value because he was supposed to go, you know, he was maybe a top-50 pick coming into the year. He, he's got some upside on the mound, too. And then the fourth-rounder, Christian Franklin, real athletic guy, ha- has solid tools across the board, a little inconsistent with the bat. There's some swing and miss to him. But I thought Christian Franklin was a second-round pick. So, so there's some upside at the top of this draft. And, and I wonder, again, when they were doing the picks yesterday, they're so fast and furious and we're commenting on each one. I missed whether they announced Gray as an outfielder or a left-handed pitcher. I, I really thought he was more of a left-handed pitcher. Jim, you did a terrific job last couple of days, thanks. especially yesterday. So thank you for joining us this morning. you got to be wiped out. But uh, let's look at the first-rounders. You look at Jordan Wicks, and, and I'm surprised – that you know he does come across as the best left-hander in the draft, according to a lot of these the reports. Not high velocity, but seems to have very good polish. You you mentioned about his timeline; won't need much time in the minors. How quickly 
can he get up there? And then Colson Montgomery, the White Sox shortstop, the high school all-around athlete from Southridge High School in Huntingtonburg, Indiana, wants to stay at short, could be a third baseman projected. You compare him to a little bit look like Corey Seager. Will he stay at shortstop? You know, it's funny because, and I'm guilty of this, and I still do it anyway. Like, it's easy to look at a 6'4 guy and say, okay, well, he's not going to move it short. You know, he's not, I mean, he's probably, you know, a fringy runner. He's not the quickest guy in the world. I mean, really good basketball player, basketball. I told his school scoring record. You know, he moves pretty well. I mean, I think it's a, you got to wait and see. He'll, he'll open his career at shortstop. I'll admit. You know, I mean, the Corey Seager's comparison is the obvious one. He's a left-handed hitter. He should hit for average and power. Um, you know, a lot of people make that. And I looked at Corey Seager come out of high school, and I'm like, okay, 6'4". He's not the fastest guy in the world. He's going to have to move. And Corey Seager plays fine at shortstop. So I, I think he'll get a chance. And, you know, for the White Sox, I think the White Sox are elated because, you know, it's funny. My last mock draft, I had Colson Montgomery going to the Cubs. You know, and, but everybody knew the White Sox loved him. And he was going to be their pick if he got to him, and he was. But I really think there's a very good chance if Colson Montgomery had gone 21 to the Cubs, that Wes Cass would have been the White Sox first round pick. Wow. And instead, they got Wes Cass with their second round pick. You know, we, we've talked about bonus pools before, and you can move money around and push guys down if you offer them money and, and they hold fast. But I mean, Wes Cass is a really, really good hitter, too. And he had some helium as the draft was approaching. You know, he was a high school shortstop. I think he's definitely moving to third. Um, you know, he's got a chance to hit for average and power. And he's a left-handed hitter too. I mean, if you're you're plotting this out, you know, five years down the road, I mean, the White Sox obviously have good players on a big league club right now too because it's, it's a really good team. But like you could see, maybe Colson Montgomery's the shortstop of the future, and Wes Cath is the third base in the future. And I, I have not talked to Mike Shirley. Since the draft, well, I guess we're still going on today, but since the, you know yesterday ended, but like they they have to be elated because they, I mean, they literally got two guys. They would have, they were overjoyed to get Montgomery, and they would have been very happy to take West Cath at twenty two. Also, it's fascinating because I heard him say that um, the two players they took, what he liked is that they can kind of grow together. And it made you think of the two high school pitchers they took. It made you think of uh, of a burger and sheets. You know, two guys that are similar in position, similar in kind of profile, but, you know, guys that will come up together. I, I don't know if that helps or not, but it was interesting to hear him say it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, if you're a big league team, you like to see a core players come up together if you can. And like I said, I mean, nobody's nobody's phasing out Tim Anderson or Yohan Mankata, but again, you know, five years from now, this could be the left side of their infield. Um, and it's kind of cool to watch those guys develop. And, uh, I mean, they're, you know, I don't know how much they know each other from the showcase circuit, um, you know, but I'm sure they've run into each other, and, and I think it'll be kind of cool. And, you know, they got a, a pitcher in the fifth round, Tanner McDougal out of Nevada, who, who will probably kind of grow along with those guys. He's a high school kid. And um, I saw him, yeah, I don't think the combine, the draft combine, if you talk to teams for the most part, I think they got more value out of interviewing players than they did evaluating players because they've seen these guys for, for over a year and they didn't do that much. But McDougal was one of the high school kids who actually played in the game. They had a few high school games. Most of like Colson Montgomery didn't play in games. West Cath, I don't think was there, but McDougal actually pitched really well. And I think McDougal helped himself combine. And I think he'll be kind of growing along with those guys too. 
You know, Jim, when you look at the White Sox and how quickly they have accelerated their prospects, their draft picks in recent years, you look at Madrigal and Crochet and, and certainly Andrew Vaughn. Did they take a different approach this year in looking at the high school kids? Is that coincidence or by design? And because maybe they felt like, okay, now with the timetable, you look at the the future and they can take more time to develop players. They will go after younger guys because they don't need the immediate help that they might have needed when they drafted those others. Yeah, you know, I feel like they kind of drafted the guy, the, the, the best available players. It was interesting because there was a lot of talk <clears throat> that the White Sox, you know, because they have a very good big league team, but face it, I mean, they promoted so many guys. You know, a lot of their better prospects are, are, are super young guys who are, who are struggling in low-class A Canapolis. That, you know, their farm system's gone from one of the best in baseball to right now. It, it, it's not nearly as good as it was, say, three years ago when all these guys were, were, were in the system before they got to Chicago. And I heard, you know, there was talk that upper management maybe wanted to get some college pitching in the first couple rounds so they could have some guys who might be able to, you know, because they're probably a few years from having impact guys get to Chicago after we've seen a bunch of them get there recently. And then to get some college pitching in particular so guys who can move quick and can maybe bridge the gap while they wait for some of these younger guys to develop. And they didn't do that at all. They, they came out and took high school hitters with their first two picks. Um, so, but, yeah, I mean, getting back to what you said, I don't know if it was purposeful, but they do have that luxury. This isn't a team, you know, frankly. And, again, I think the Cubs took the best guys, too. But, I mean, look, the Cubs are, are going backwards. The Cubs have not been able to develop pitching. They don't have a, a particularly deep farm system right now. The Cubs are at a crossroads, whereas the White Sox, even if their farm system did nothing for a couple of years, are going to be one of the best teams in the American League so that they can be patient. So, again, I don't know if it was on purpose, but but I, I do agree that they do have a luxury that the Cubs do not right now. They they have got a lot of draft picks on the roster right now because they brought up some guys and they, you know, it's, I keep reading about how, the, how well the Sox have done in the draft just because they've had injuries and they've moved so many guys up. Is that – is that illusion or fact from, from your viewpoint, Jim? No, I think, I think it's true. I mean, and, and look, I mean, you know, they had some early picks. I mean, I know he's hurt, but, you know, Madrigal was up, yep. you know, and, and playing well, and Vaughn was up, and, and other guys. But, I mean, the thing that's <laughs> impressed me is, you know, I mean, Zach Collins has done a nice job as, like, an you know, extra catcher and, and, you know, slugger off the bench. And, you know, Gavin Sheets is, is hit for power. And, you know, Jake Berger, who, you know, basically didn't play for three years, has provided a spark the last week. So, and, you know, look, you know, Collins was first-round pick, Berger was first-round pick, Sheets was second-round pick. But at the same time, like, those guys had leveled off some. Those guys were not top 100 prospects. They were not, like, I, I do our White Sox list. I don't even think, you know, they were necessarily top 10 prospects until guys got promoted, um, you know, and they moved up our top 30 list. But, like, that, that's what's really impressed me. I mean, it, 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 I mean, not that everybody in Chicago doesn't know this, but, I mean, yes, the White Sox are playing really well. If you look at the injuries they've had to deal with, you know, it would be very easy for the White Sox instead of being, you know, what are they, 54 and 35, maybe like, you know, 45 and 44, just because, I mean, they've been ravaged pretty good by injuries. So, like, the farm system, I think, deserves a lot of credit, not just big-name guys coming up and, and, you know, doing what was kind of hoped, but the, you know, guys who who weren't as big names coming up and, and making contributions when they needed them. Great stuff, Jim. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you talking to us in the midst of all this. So we know how busy you are and and, uh, and love getting a chance to pick it apart with you. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. It. Great insight. Oh, yeah. No, I always enjoy talking to you guys, too. Take care, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in rounds 11 through 20 today. Outstanding. Look forward to Should it. Should be fun. Yeah.
Jim Callis, senior writer, MLB Pipeline. And you see him, of course, on MLB.com. I was just reading some of the Twitter uh, guesstimation that the White Sox, because they of the way they drafted kind of senior pitchers, uh-huh. um, they will have probably enough money to go over slot a little bit with their 11th round pick. So that's just well, that's the good. weird way the draft works. Did you see who went in the 10th round? A, a young man who Cubs fans see, saw at a very young age when he was a little boy, Darren Baker. Oh, gosh. Drafted in the 10th round by the Nationals. Yeah. Dusty's son. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. There's a lot of those great stories out there. That's wonderful. I love love when sons of are brought in, and especially that's a great one. That's a good point uh, to make there, David. Thank you for that. I will go look that up. Well, I'm here for all things baseball draft. (laughs) Mully and Hawks. 312 644 6767. Chicago Sports Radio 67 in the score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.